I moved your toys. There you go. Okay. <laughs> we had to do this. Oh, hello, Oscar. How was a good puppy? Please silence your cell phones when in the library. Hello and welcome to Library Binary, a mini bite, a shorter podcast from outside the library. I'm your host and technology trainer, Anne. And I'm your host and fellow technology trainer, Elise. So this is another one of our mini bite episodes. Last week we had like our full length episodes. Mm -hmm. We're back to our shorter version this week. And these are coming out more regularly, although that may change in the future. We'll see. Um, And they are a little bit shorter too. This might be an interesting episode because we have Oscar joining us once again, and he's feeling active this afternoon. Yep. Um, but if you have any questions for us, please do not hesitate to send us questions at librarybinary at heightslibrary.org or at, on our Twitter page at librarybinary. Okay. So um, this week we're doing kind of like a roundup of... Um, information that's come out recently. We've kind of previously done this in a longer format, but I had this epiphany that the benefit of having more regular podcast episodes right now is that we can actually talk about current events. Yeah, exactly. So um, first current event that I wanted to discuss, hang on, I have to scroll back up, is that Zoom has bought a security firm called Keybase. Um, I'm getting this information from the Associated Press. And as we know, we like them. The Associated Press just gives you hard facts. They're the top of the the Advantis chart that we talked about last two weeks, some time ago. Several times. We've, We've discussed that, yeah. Um, They do also mention it on the front page of Zoom, too. So if you go to zoom.us, which a lot of people have been doing, of course, there is a blog post that they link to as well. So it's all official. Yeah. So the basically what's happened is Zoom has understood finally, or they probably knew and it's just like, this is it happening. But when there were the security issues and then also with like the Zoom bombing and the other sort of like trolls on Zoom events and um, the issue with Mac OS last year or the year before. Um, Zoom just can't continue as it is without increasing their security. So they've purchased this security firm so that they can implement end-to-end encryption, uh, which will hopefully be, uh, what is it? Zoom says it will publish the details of the encryption design on May 22nd for feedback. So we'll know more on May 22nd. Um, And yeah, because it's a very big and popular service right now. We're using it this exact moment. Yeah, but we have been using Zoom to record all of the podcasts since March. Yeah. Essentially. I, yeah. I had two I had two Zoom calls with friends yesterday because you know, everybody has different software and it's just so hard to run everybody down. It was just easier to zoom each other than to try and yeah. coordinate on other things. So it's a it's an interesting and excellent service and I'm glad that this is happening. Right. Right. 
that they are moving forward with making things more secure because we may see more and more things, more and more celebrations, more and more, you know, work meetings, casual calls be done over Zoom or over some sort of video conferencing software. Yeah. Which brings us to an alternative that is now available for free um, with the caveat that you have to have a Gmail account because it's from Google. Um, so Google has made Google Meet, which is different than Hangouts. How so? Unclear. Um, but Google Meet is a newer version of a video conferencing software from Google. Mm -hmm. It is likely this, likely, 100% this move is because they're trying to compete with Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, but they have expanded this app to anyone with a Gmail account. Previously, it was just if you like paid for their G Suite service or you had an education account, if you had a business account or an education account, hmm. you had access to it. But um, you can have up to 100 people meet using Google Meet. Currently, there's no time limit. After mm -hmm. September 30th, though, it's going to be an hour. But that's longer than the 40 minutes on Zoom. Yeah. I mean, mm, okay, cool. And Good you can also access it like right within your Gmail inbox. Um, you can also set things up, like set up Meet meetings. That's not a weird sentence through Google Calendar. So like if you send a calendar invite to someone, there's just like a link they can click on there. Yeah, and you were, were you the one who sent me um, the thing Maybe. on uh, the fact that Google is at least... Yep, Google is unifying, or at least has one person now in charge of all their messaging apps, because mm -hmm. there's six different ones. Yeah, chat, um, meet, duo voice hangouts and messages yeah Good. it's a little fragmented mm -hmm. so hopefully this will kind of streamline things um i don't know if meet's gonna get rolled into something duo is gonna get rolled into meet who knows but this is freely available um and if you have a gmail account which if you don't have a gmail account it's free to set up mm -hmm. and it comes with a lot of benefits I think we've talked about Google Drive. We've definitely talked about Google Drive in the oh, past. Yeah. We had a whole episode on Google products. Yeah. So you get a ton of stuff with your Google account. Yes, it's Google. But I trust them more than Facebook. So yeah, that's another alternative. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Other sort of news that's interesting. Um, this one is also from the Associated Press. So Twitter announced on this Monday, the 11th, that they are going to start alerting users when tweets have um, either disputed or misleading claims about coronavirus. Um, I'm very excited about this. Um, it's part of the waves of stricter tech company policies. I mean, I do believe in freedom of speech and a lack of censorship when it comes to like publications and all that kind of stuff. But it is difficult on social media when anybody can say anything and right. they could possibly be 
you know, advocating for what effectively is poisoning yourself. Um, because we've seen that in a couple of different trends. There's been some people online who are saying things like taking, is it something silver? Yeah. That the first word I don't feel like I can pronounce just off the top of my head without reading it. But um, yeah, somebody else was like saying you should take, uh, there was something I saw where it was like recommending you basically take enough vitamin D to like almost overdose on vitamin D. And it's like, that's going to help you fight it. And it's like, no, you shouldn't be taking any of any substance to the point that it's like too much for your system to handle. That's not good. Um, so it's, it's nice to know that Twitter is being proactive about this. Um, so yeah, we will see how that gets rolled out. I'm not seeing, um, I'm reading through the article again. Um, I've got the Twitter update thing. So they don't have a specific start date for this probably in beta i would assume yeah so there's no like i've got the page from twitter's blog itself um but it's showing a couple of different options it'll be labeled um yeah so i'm glad that they announced that and good job yeah i think facebook has something Similar. Similar, It's not specific to COVID-19, but it's just kind of, is this a legitimate news source overall? Um, Those types of articles do get flagged. There's like a a sliding overlay or there's like an overlay that says like possibly factual or whatever sourcing. So Mm -hmm. we are seeing that more on social media sites just because so much information is shared there. And like we've talked about with fake news it's easy to kind of be misled by what's being posted. Um, Continuing on sort of scary things. uh, (laughs) So there is um, security researchers have determined that um, there is a flaw in the Thunderbolt port. This isn't a super commonly known port or used port unless it's you're... It's only in Macs, really, these days. It's, it's around in other... It's specifically, Macs are not affected by this particular... Um, uh, it, Macs are protected from this vulnerability. Thank is you. That what That's you what we're trying to say. Yes. Words are hard sometimes. Yeah, um, this is specific to PCs or Linux devices, um, so it is kind of tied to your operating system, um, where if somebody has physical access to your laptop, even if your laptop is locked, like you have a password on it to prevent other people from accessing it, if they can use, like, I think it's $600 worth of equipment, which people will certainly purchase, um, they can grab all the encrypted data off of your computer. So essentially, don't leave your computer alone with people you don't trust. Um, Puppy is sneezing next to me right now. (laughs) I heard one. I I heard one sneeze. He's also like on his back. He's getting a belly rub right now. Um, you don't want to leave your Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt peripherals, so things you plug into a Thunderbolt port. It's generally used for data transfer, so okay. like video, audio, 
those types of files. <laughs> Thank you for that, Oscar. Yep. Um, so don't leave those unattended because people could manipulate those. It's probably fine for most people if you don't like leave your computer around. If you don't have a Thunderbolt port, some a lot of computers don't have Thunderbolt ports, but it is interesting that a physical port can be exploited like that. Yeah, that's one of the first ones I've sort of heard of in that vein. Right, right. Um, and there is, there's like software that has to be used. They do need physical access, but still. It's different. It's interesting. Just sort of on a lighter note, um, there is a very cute um, radio show that has come into existence specifically for uh, retirees or other people living in um, assisted living communities or retirement communities that are sort of stuck and mm -hmm. aren't able to go anywhere. And it's called Radio Recliner. Aww. And I know, it's so cute. Um, so let's see, it's a pirate radio station um, new shows at noon on Eastern Standard Time or 11 on Central Standard Time every day. And um, wait here, let me read the official. Okay, so you can apply to be a DJ on the show because they have different DJs. And after they're recruited, the seniors record their introductions and transitions on their phones. Uh, Minnie, while relaxing on a recliner or th at their kitchen table, is the quote from Associated Press. The audio is then sent off to production staffers who handle the technical side. Okay. Um, and listeners can call in and get onto the show. And so there's, um, you can dedicate it. You can do shout outs Aww. to other people in the retirement communities. And so there's like, they have an example of one in the Associated Press where, hi, Granny, this is your favorite granddaughter. Uh, Amy, we wanted to call in and say we love you very much. Aww. And then wait, okay, so this is super cute. So I'm on their uh, like actual page mm -hmm. um, and they have uh, meet our latest resident DJs. So there is um, DJ John Galt. Um, and it says, I'm sending this love song out to my wife. It's Lean on Me by Bill Withers. Take a listen. Aww. And then we've got uh, another guy who is DJ Karaoke Cowboy is the name he chose for himself. Excellent. Um, and it says, if anybody doesn't know who the Beach Boys are, you've been living in a cave for many, many years. I like his style. Good, then, good. Um, the last DJ they have is DJ Miss Fancy Pants, and her quote is, we like Dolly Parton around here. She's a hoot. Perfect. So, so this there, was just the There cutest. are a couple of my regulars that I'm like, I wonder if they know about this. Because yeah. they, would, they would love it or like either listening to it or participating in it. Yeah, so um, the website is radiorecliner.com. Um, there's a number to call if you'd like to get on air. There's contact information to become a DJ. Um, there's a Facebook page. 
and um, a contact number if you would like to speak to the people who are running it and ask more questions. Yeah. So it's super cute. <laughs> and we'll share the links and stuff to that on Twitter once, yeah. once we've got everything posted too. So sure. yeah. Aw, right. it's really sweet. Yeah, I wanted to wrap up on that one kind of. Yeah. Um, one thing, it's not free, but it's something that's like coming soon because of COVID-19 is the filmed version of the Hamilton musical. Um, initially was going to be released in movie theaters in October, 2021. And Hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda took pity on us essentially um and instead it's going to be showing up on disney plus which is one of the streaming services we've Mm -hmm. mentioned a little bit in the past it's one of the newer ones but it's very popular Mm because disney um but it's going to be there on july 3rd of this year so like over a year sooner than we thought it was going to be and especially since I think the run of it that was going to be in Playhouse Square here in Cleveland this year, mm-hmm. they've had to cancel. Obviously, they've canceled all of their Broadway series shows. Yeah. So this is a way to kind of supplement that. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and six feet apart, which this week is the width of a sedan car. So that's... A- where most of us are familiar with that width. Mm-hmm. And remember, if you don't know your password, we won't either. Goodbye. Goodbye. Also. Hello, puppy. He's not doing full belly rub right now, but Hello, this is puppy. how he's been for most of it.